I didn't go to one. But not. Oh, how do you like it? How do you like I taking your kid to the game? I love it. But that—that's like the first time this year that I've only had one, a couple tickets. Oh, okay. Where we pretty much always it's the five of us, and that sucks. Why? Um. Well, it sucks on several levels. So one, like I like to get like zoned in on the game. And yeah. if you have three kids there, I mean, you can't. Plus wifey, you know, and it's like actually like locking in on the baseball game and like watching like the the that matchup, the pitcher and the batter matchup and, you know, where everyone's positioned. And Do you keep score? I used to. I don't anymore. But again, it's a function of having kids. I'm I mean, teaching like, Sonny how to keep score. There's an app. And then we just kind of watch and like observe and like, okay, daddy, who's batting? Oh, it's Greg Garcia. All right. Oh, okay. Hit it to the shortstop. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, that means he grounded to number seven. I was like, yeah, all right, cool. Or six. And I was like, all right. He's, he's figuring it out. He's a geek, dude. Yeah. He's going to be the one that's just like me as it relates to like numbers and, and watching that kind of shit. Jackie is just a, he's a little knucklehead. He's going to be a little knuckle dragger that gets shit done. Like he'll eventually figure it out and he'll just <laughs> like, doesn't matter. Like there's obstacle, push it down. Let's push forward. Oliver's a wild card. I don't know what that little fuck's going to be about. He scares me. I'm Jackie pretty, used to scare me. I'm pretty sure I already lost the first one. Like, <laughs> she's gonna be, she's gonna end up on the pole. <laughs> Stupid, dude. without a doubt. It's just her attitude sucks, oh, and everything man. sucks, man. Fuck. Uh, you have a teenager. Worst. I know it's the worst. But Rocky, he's like, he's smart, and he's like all about his sports right now. Yeah, good. He's like, I want to play baseball. I want to play soccer. I want to play basketball because they started like playing basketball uh, at school on recess uh-huh. or, uh, at kindergarten. And then uh, he's like, and I want to do jujitsu. And so like, he wants to do all of it. So Which once means. upon a time, we were competitive like that. Yes. It was innocent then. It was fun. I've always been competitive. Yeah, still? Well, yeah, actually, you're a dickhead. Yeah. You're very competitive. Sometimes I'm, I'm doing something and I'm like, Matt's probably trying to compete right now. And I'm like, and I'm like, eh, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, although in, in, Wifey says I'm too competitive. I can and, see that. And, and I tell her, like, I'm not competitive where, like, I get butthurt if I lose. I just, I don't like to play games or, like, I don't like to do anything really in life where, like, the other people don't care if they win or lose. Like, there's nothing worse than, like, playing Monopoly with four other people and they're just like, oh, I went bankrupt. Like, whatever. It's like, I want them to get pissed that they yeah. lost. Oh, we're going to play Monopoly one day together. Oh, that's the worst game. We're gonna, it's the best game. Time limit Monopoly. Yeah. Who was I talking to? I think I was talking to Glasses about it. That uh, There's Monopoly matches, tournaments, where you buy in with like 5Gs or 10Gs, and it's like a that four-hour match. Winner take all. Oh, Monopoly, <laughs> Monopoly stresses me out. Monopoly. It's a fucking great game. It's it a is. great game. It is. That's where I developed my, my competitiveness, in all honesty. When I was a little dude playing Monopoly. And we would play. Um, we would play for baseball cards. There was this kid that lived down the street from me named Jimmy, some little white dude. And um, that's a white name. That's a white. And he had a fucking shit ton of baseball cards, and I had a shit ton of baseball cards. And he had them in pristine condition in the little plastic card cases with the little screws. And so you got like all his Ken Griffey Jr. Bro, I, I took the '86 Jose Canseco Donruss off of him. I took a fucking Bo Jackson Tops Future Stars off of him just by playing Monopoly. And he would fucking hate it. He would cry. Him and another dude named Matt. Not you. Some guy named Rupert. I'm like, and I would just hustle them for it. And that's where my competitive nature started. Because I was like seven. And then I went into baseball and soccer. And and it just turned into the downward fucking spiral of competitiveness. And it never stopped. Like, I feel it never fucking stopped to the point where I was annoying, like, my cousins. Everything was a competition, bro. Everything was a competition. They would make food for us. And it was like, all right, dickheads, go. And they're like, what the fuck? No. 
and then I'd just be howling everything in, just scarfing it down. And those guys would be like, man, you're stupid. And I was like, everything was a competition. See, it didn't start that early for me. It was, I, I was an only child. And so like I did everything, everything by myself till probably like 12 years old. And then like when I hit like 12 or 13 is when like I started making friends and the, the friends I made, it was like, we'd, we'd go play 21 uh, we we'd end up like afterwards we or we'd go play tennis afterwards we play video games <laughs> uh, we play ping pong ping pong like, I can get down oh, with ping pong shit dude and it was just tennis like, seems fucking hard it, it seems well, really difficult but like, you gotta hit it like at an angle yeah but you're thinking about old man joints when you got young man joints uh-huh. and in tendons it's it's fun man it's a lot of fun so whose fucking voice is this that you're hearing on this emo brown show that's Matt Cislack. You sound white. That's my one, my top. Oh, not one. You are my top white guy, bro. People ask me who's the fucking top white guy, and I was like, eh, some dude named C. Slack. It's my but top. But that puts guy. me at like a solid, probably number five. I'm guessing overall for white dudes. No, just out of like, oh, in the pool of people. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're a top fiver. You're in the in the pool but, of people. You're a top fiver. Let's not fucking listen. Glasses try to tread down this path. And he ultimately left very upset and very depressed. He thought he was a top five, and he just showed himself that he was not a top five. Is he going to listen to this episode? Oh, yeah. He listens to all of them. He hates on everything. This is like the fucking third or fourth episode that I've done. Glasses was here today, Matt. You saw him. We were talking to him upstairs. And I was like, yo, you coming down for the show? I was like, nah, I retire. I don't want to do podcasts anymore. Today. That'll be him today. Tomorrow, he's going to fucking text me. Hey, Shamp, Shamp, let me do a podcast. Bitch, what do you mean let me do a podcast? This is the fucking <laughs> this is our podcast. We do it together. Like he doesn't want to glasses. I, I thought he was Emo Brown. He was. He's doesn't want it anymore. But he's not really a sad Mexican. He's just um He's a weird He's a mopey Mexican. He's a mopey ass Mexican. But that's my dog. Not I a love, top five. I love glasses. Not a top five. But he's definitely my dog. More than anybody in my life that I know, he is like the epitome of all of the Morrissey lyrics. Dude, every, every day is like Sunday is for, with him. He just walks, you know? And for him, it's like, the more I ignore him, the closer he gets. <laughs> but you're not uh, wasting your time. I'm not wasting my time. So, yeah, Matt, I'm not going to lie. This is like your fucking fourth time on the fucking show. And not one of them, <coughs> not one of them has found the light of day. So, the, the question is, is, am I fucking him up? Or well, are you guys fucking him up? Are you guys one, trying to make him too much about the white guy? Yes. And you guys get me on? Well, Yes. So you and got then, all excited, and it's like, like oh, we're going to wake up. And, and then halfway through, we're like, this bitch is like a beaner. He's just like one of us. You well, know? all you guys want to talk about is Donald Trump when I get on. It's like, nah, ain't nobody talking about that, that guy. Fuck Donald Trump. Um, no, this is like the fourth time I've listened to the, we'll call it the B-reel. Because <laughs> one time you were faded. I was faded. George was faded. That one went nowhere. That one was a bad one. We finished a bottle of bourbon together. I remember that one. I brought yeah, that bottle of bourbon. You brought that bottle of bourbon. I did that and, to and us. fucking ruined us. The other time... um. It was too too scripted. I feel it was like, okay, Matt, now tell us about this. Everyone can tell you're reading from your little notebook. And then the fourth, the third one. I think I've only done two, right? No, because the third one, you had the kids with you. You had the kids, and, and then there was just like oh, mayhem. Right. It was mayhem. As much as I tried to edit it in with, with Georgie, we were like, we can't do nothing with this. The kids are back there. It's loud. It's not going to work. We're like, all right, fuck it. Scrap it. We'll just do it again. Welcome back for the fourth time. Kids ruin everything. They, you know what? Well, it's good to be back. I'm not going to argue with that. Kids fuck everything up. Today, for example, Matt, I've been running around with the kids all fucking day. 
I had a meeting here. Then I had another fucking meeting here at the brewery. And then I had to run and drop some stuff out at the Alwood. And then after that, legitimately, the day was over. Jiu-Jitsu at four. And then it transcends into five. And then Sonny has to go home and do homework. And then I take Jackson with me to do fucking his soccer practice. Dude, kids ruin everything. I could be at the Padre game. But no. Yeah. Day drinking. Shit. Doing yeah, whatever. Anything but taking kids to soccer practice and jujitsu. And I shit on it, but that's what I like. Why? Because I feel like I'm living vicariously now through their competitiveness, through their sport, through their like sunny like being a little killer on the mats. Jackie like throwing forearms in soccer. I'm like, fuck. That's me. I'd like, like, I'd look at them like, I, and I tell wifey because she was sitting next to me and we were looking at Sunny kind of getting worked because they look at us when they're doing jujitsu and they're like smiling. Oh, look, I did this. Oh, look, I did that. And we're like, don't, don't look at us. Like, look at your, look at your opponent. And as soon as I saw he looks up and smiles, somebody chokes him from behind <laughs> and he's tapping. I'm like, see, fool, you're trying to show off. I said, just do what you got to do. And that's it. I feel like that's, that's why people like us have kids. It's like you want, to see all like all the traits that we like in ourselves. Uh, go ahead. Like we think we're fucking cool. Do we though? We think we're cool. I don't think I'm cool. No, you do. Do you think I think yeah. I'm cool? Yeah. You s- Did you just say I'm cool? No. <laughs> I said you think that you are cool. And that's okay. But so so it's like we want it's like we want to see our little kids doing the same dumb shit asshole shit yeah. that we do or yeah. we did when we were young or growing up and yeah. it's like I think we secretly like like that's the new like high as a parent. Yeah. You know, I mean, even when they do dumb stuff, like like I watch Rocky walk up to uh his sister, his sister's thirteen, and he'll just he'll look at her and go, Guess what? And she kind of rolls her eyes and gives him a crooked look and and he'll just like rip one on her and start yeah. laughing. And then he gets dealt with. Well, he, you know where he learned that from. Yeah. His mom. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Gets it from his mama. Gets it from his mama. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know who I was talking to about this, but I was telling them, like, dude, these are, it doesn't matter what happens in life. These are my biggest accomplishments. These little three knuckleheads are a piece of me. Soon to be four? Yeah. No, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Pull out game strong. Hey, wifey's got a lot of time on her hands no, now. man. I'm old, dude. I got that old fucking sperm now. Fuck around. Kid will probably be blind or some shit. Nah, nah, I ain't down with that. No more kids. A little, re- a little retarded, but no, maybe just a hint. Can you say retarded in 2019? I think you were talking about your own kids. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna give you a pass on that. We'll, we'll let the people decide. I think you can say retarded in reference to somebody actually being like mentally handicapped. You can't say like it. you can't just say it like slang. Like, oh, that's retarded, bro. But remember when we were growing up, everything was gay. Oh, that's yeah. fucking gay, bro. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking gay. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, fucking, that's retarded. fucking retarded. Yeah. That's gay. We can't say any of that anymore. Like, quit being such a fag. Oh, I never said that. Yeah, you did. Probably. Don't lie. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we can't get away with shit like that anymore. No. What would you do if Rocky, your son, your six-year-old son, said some shit like that? Would you prevent him from saying it, or you say, "Ah, fuck it, Rocky, you're a little tyke. Uh, Go with it." I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't allow Encourage. it. Mm-hmm. But you know, maybe uh, as much as you can't have like one of those like learning opportunities where it's like, "Hey, like, come here, little fella." Right. Where like you say stuff like that, it's not a big deal. But somebody hears that, it's going to ruin their day. So you want to ruin someone's day? Wow, that was a fatherly approach right there. Right, that was cool. That was some dad core shit. I've been, I've been doing this for that a while. Some dad, dude, you have a fucking thirteen year old. So I was talking to Dirty. He has a high schooler Speaking now. Speaking of thirteen year olds, yeah, oh. he, <laughs> he has a high schooler. So how how old do you have to be in ninth grade? Um, how old? How old's uh, your daughter? Well, my daughter's thirteen. She's in eighth grade. She'll be fourteen. Okay, before so he she's... has yeah. So she has like a fourteen or fifteen year old, and I'm like, fuck, I can't even imagine having a fourteen or fifteen year old right now. 
No, because uh, I mean it's it's so different. I mean, you you go from like I got to cart them to practice, or I got to like tuck them in, or like he needs help, like all of the above, you know, yeah. getting his like you know cleats on yeah. to like yeah. this wiping his ass. Yeah, like this person is out there like Couldn't thinking play, about yeah. like doing drugs, yeah. thinking about like doing nasty shit with other people. Oh, man. Yeah, and Damn, it's coming. That's scary, bro. Yeah, that's fucking scary. I mean, but think about what you were thinking about at 14 years old. Dumb shit. Yeah. Pogs, Touch, baseball cards, touching a boob. I don't think so. I think I was a late bloomer. Uh, I think I was a late. Well, I had a, my first girlfriend was in sixth grade, and it was at sixth grade camp, and I kissed her, and that was it. Well, I, I think in kindergarten actually I kissed a girl named Claudia, I but I didn't know what happened. Yeah, that doesn't, doesn't fucking count. count. Like legitimate girlfriend was in sixth grade. Yeah, I had a couple yeah. like pseudo girlfriends uh-huh. in like sixth, seventh grade. You know where it's like, you know, you you hold hands at school yeah. and you like pass some notes and like maybe you call each other um, from your landlines, landlines because we're old. Um, but yeah, eighth grade was like the first girl that I had as like a girlfriend that we like actually kissed. What was her name? You know uh, her name. Her name was Emily Basto. This fucking guy, white chick. White chick. Yeah, like tall, like five, she's probably 5'10", blonde. 5'10"? What the yeah. fuck? In six, sixth grade? Well, not in eighth, well, in eighth grade. Not in eighth grade, but like, well, close, but like by the time we, and well, so then we, we dated again my senior year of high school. So then, by then she was fully grown, <laughs> fully formed. Fully formed? Yeah. Now, dude, my first girlfriend's name is Vanessa. And then the next year in middle school, I had a girlfriend named Abby. Yeah, fuck. That was crazy. Abby. That's, Abby. A, that's a white girl name. That's, she was a white girl. Vanessa was a Mexican girl. And that is a wrap, my friend. Jesus Christ. So now it's like my son, Sonny, is in second grade. So he's four grades removed from having his first girlfriend. But I fucking catch him sometimes. Like, we, like Jackie's a fucking rat, bro. The little kid, he'll tell me, ah, oh, Sonny was holding somebody's hand. Sonny was holding his girl's hand. He's got a girlfriend. He was kissing her mom. Damn. And he'll tell me the names, and then I tell the name to my my son. I was like, "Yo, who's who's fucking so who's Felicia?" And he's like, "Shut up, Daddy, no!" So I'm like, "Oh, Dang. we struck a chord. There's a real person here." But it's like yeah, you know, he's what he's seven, right? He's seven. You know, so he's you, you like well, yeah, like what's going on in his head as he's like holding this chick's hand? Is he like? I don't. I, I Crystal would fucking self destruct if his if her son was holding the chick's hand. She would legitimately like fucking have a heart attack or some shit. Well. She better get uh, get prepared because he's seven. I mean, it's like how you know what seven years, and she's gonna be cleaning up the room, getting ready to do some laundry, and she's Jesus gonna find some Christ. some happy socks. It's crazy, man. It's crazy because yeah, we're old. We're fucking old, dude. You're gonna be forty. I just turned forty. Yep. Shit starts falling apart at forty. Everything hurts at forty. We play soccer together. Yeah, but everything doesn't hurt at forty. Like everything hurt prior. I feel it like just gets five, amplified. Six, yeah, like five, I, I went from acoustic and I just connected into a motherfucking triple rectify fucking Mesa Boogie amplifier, and now everything is like, yeah, well, like when, a when, ev- when everything goes right, when everything is like feeling good, like you feel like you're 25 years old, Ugh. and you're like, oh, I'm gonna get out on the, the soccer field. I'm gonna tear it up. And then the next morning you wake up and it's like, you know, I don't know if you have a you have a morning routine like, well, <laughs> get up a middle of the night, yeah. <laughs> right? But it's like you get up out of bed, yeah. you sit there, you 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 like rotate your ankles a little bit, you like stretch your back out just so you don't fall over when you get All out of bed. All those things. Yeah, I get up two thirty, go to the shitter, 
before I go to the, in, the, in the bathroom, yeah, I do like a little routine. I bend over, touch my toes. I do like a cat roll stretch. Um, arms over my head. Crack, 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 crack. Sit down and take a shit. I drop my deuce before I go to work. And then I'm like, all right, drink my coffee, get started. And then it's go, 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 go until now. It's fucking nine o'clock. Still haven't taken a nap or nothing. So it Wish is I could take is. a shit first thing in the morning. That's the first thing I do. Bro, I cannot proceed with my daily routine without doing I that. I used to be like that. And I, for whatever reason, not anymore. And the, and the worst part is when you're like, I want to, but I don't have to. I'm going to go ahead and jump in the shower. Get a shower, dry off, Damn. throw some clothes on, and, I then, wish and then guess I, what? Yeah, I wish I could shower before I went to fucking when you I could lived if you wanted to. <sighs> that would be annoying. Just jump in real quick at two thirty. Yeah, fuck, <sighs> it's crazy. Oh, before we go any further, for reference, Matt, you're a busy guy. You have, like you said, you have three kids. You run two businesses. You own the Manhattan here in Chula Vista. You own the Alwood also here in Chula Vista. We're in a soccer league. You randomly play jujitsu every now and then. Um, it's been a while. You're a runner. You and yes. wifey love doing marathons. You're a fucking foodie. You enjoy eating. Definitely not a foodie. No, but you enjoy eating. I like to grub. You like yeah. to grub. And that basically that's who we are. Like lo- low brow food connoisseur. Like I don't like I don't know, bitch. I see you on the fucking social media food group, the chat groups and shit. You drop your little pretentious shit. Oh, you gotta have such and such on such and such. Motherfucker. I seen you at Labella getting that shit. What? I seem to. You can't be all uppity if you go to La Bella. Exactly. And I'm not uppity. Hmm. I talk about how awesome White Castle is. You guys don't know. We don't know about that shit. I see it every yeah. now and then at Costco in the frozen food section. But, eh. Yeah. I don't really feel like fucking microwaving it's, it's a not, yeah, it's not the, it's, yeah. It's not the real thing. It's not. It's not the same. <laughs> I'll bring you. I'll bring you some White Castle burgers. I've never had them. Michigan. I'm not really. Well, and the great. The great thing about. White Castle is like their whole menu is just like it's drunk food. So it's like steamed burgers. So they're like real like soft and you can just like you can put them down. They're like 60 cents still. You put them down with one bite. So you can um, get that shit in Detroit? Yeah, everywhere in Detroit. But I thought that shit was – is Detroit Midwest or East Coast? Midwest. So how does that fucking work? I thought East Coast was the pinchy burgers. No. No? no it's, it's everywhere? Midwest, maybe East Coast too. I mean I, we got them everywhere in Detroit. A lot of times they have them connected with a church's chicken. How long were you in Detroit? How long were you in the Midwest? Uh, 23 years. So your fucking formidable years were yeah. in fucking Detroit yeah. in the Midwest. Yeah, I, was tw- I was 23 when I moved out here. <sighs> so I'm almost to the halfway point. So it could say that those fucking racist Midwest, that mentality was already instilled into you when you came out. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. You were a racist when you got over here. And you've slowly gotten the shit beat out of you. Not li- physically or literally, but just I feel like some ideas are probably been skewed over the years i feel like my views are pretty like middle of the road for california Uh i I was definitely on like the very progressive edge in michigan bro you are legit the only white guy i know then because all the other white dudes i know are chula vista white guys and chula vista white guys let's be real they are what you are now you're mexicans you know we're all south bay people we're we're all the fucking same down here like it doesn't matter if you're black white mexican asian it's like you're South Bay, Chula Vista, whatever. We're all the fucking same. We all eat burritos. We all drink beer. We all smoke weed. We all go to the beach. We all do outdoorsy shit. I feel like we're all lumped into the same group. But you, my friend, for 23 years, we're from the mid-fucking-west, where things are different, where boys are boys and cows are scared. Of the boys? I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, well, I, you can tip them. <laughs> you can tip them. Um... Michigan's a little far north for like relations with the cows. That's more. <laughs> that's like a southern thing. Um, 
Yeah, you know, and it's funny. I was, I was just having a conversation with uh, with my mom, you know, and she's she lives in Michigan still. She's she spent her whole life there, and how I remember growing up in Michigan, like you know, being like college age and and like looking at people from the South, like Alabama, Georgia, Florida, and just thinking like these are some podunk ass motherfuckers, rubes. Guess podunk. Uh, like hillbilly. It's hillbilly. Like, yeah, like po- like a podunk town is like a middle of nowhere town. Uh-huh. Um. You know, and just looking down on those people and thinking, like, I'm from Michigan. Like, we're so much more progressive here and enlightened. And then I moved to California. And and it's like, that's exactly how I think about Michigan now. Isn't it funny how different pockets of the country shit on different other different pockets of the country? And I feel like everybody collectively just shits on Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Florida's just yeah, Everyone shits on Florida. <laughs> everyone shits on, like, just the South. I mean, because yeah. they're, they're dumb down there. Damn, you coming with some fucking... They are, though. Really? I mean, not like on an individual like basis, but like there's a there's a lot of things that are normal anytime, down there. Anytime I see some dumb shit in the news, like uh man had to have dick severed for sticking it in a vacuum. Like before I even read the last sentence, I'm like, that motherfucker's from Florida. Oh, yeah. You know, like well, fucking- I, I think that's a that's like a running uh, Internet joke is like um Florida man, uh-huh. like quote in quote. Florida, Florida, yeah. Florida man is. You know like some a, dumb shit's coming after yeah. that. You know it's not it's Florida like, oh, man. Yeah, graduates if, college if, at fourteen. Nah, motherfucker, that's not yeah. gonna happen. Florida man stuck his dick in a jacuzzi fucking jet and had to get it chopped yeah. off. Why are all my references about sticking your dick in something? I got to figure out hey. what Florida fucking Floridians. <laughs> that's hey, four years old, and that's what you're thinking about still. So that's crazy, dude, because you were 23 and you hightailed it west solo status. Um, eh. Well, so, so I drove out here. I had a friend that worked in the auto industry, had gotten laid off. And so he just rode shotgun and I drove my truck out here. It took about a week, uh, stopped at a couple spots. And then uh, once I had gotten out here, I had a girlfriend in Michigan and she had broken up with me. And I was like, well, I'm leaving. Peace, I'm out. Yeah. And then, of course, she was like, I can't live without you. Oh, Lord. You're so amazing. Damn. You remind uh, me of Marshall Mathers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the bleach. Um, yeah. And then she moved out here. We were together for like a year. And then. Because I often hear about people like you. People that just like say, fuck it. I'm leaving. I don't have yeah, a just, yeah, just packed up That's my truck. crazy. That's fucking nuts. Have one of those little like soft covers that like on a, my is, truck. That's, that's got to be a white thing. Um, Mexican people don't do that shit. Bro. I mean, I got cousins that still live with their parents. I got cousins that are in their 30s, 40s, still live with their fucking parents, bro. That's a Mexican thing. I had to get out. That's a, that's a cultural thing for us, you know? We, we just can't get away from mom's cooking. Our right. that's cooking is there. So for those guys who, like, eventually get married, I feel bad for the wives because they got a fucking a who, large who you, shadow is being cast. Who do you know that cooks better than your abuelita? Nobody, motherfucker. How dare you? Not even your own mother? No. I've told her. She what about your wife? Her. No, they know. They all know. You tell her to? She knows. Well, here's the thing. There's certain things that my wife makes that kill it. There's certain things that my my wife's mom makes that absolutely fucking kills it. But whatever my abuelita makes is always going to kill it. Yeah, she's always going to kill it. You know? Shit, even my mom has things that she makes that are better. For me, it's always been food. I like food. If it's where there's one fucking vice I have is food. I, I enjoy food like a motherfucker. Like, I'll drop everything for food. Oh, you can't drink, you can't smoke, or you can't eat, or you can't eat legit food. What are you gonna do? Like, fuck! I'm not smoking. I'm not drinking. I'm gonna be eat. I'm gonna be grubby. And now that we're older, like I feel like that's how we plan a our vacations or two, like our babysitter nights. Like, hey, 
calling my parents like, yo, can you take care of the kids? We're going to go eat. Oh, can you yeah. kids? We're going to go on a day. To go it's always to go to eat. eat. Yep. It's always going to go eat. You know? And I'm like, fuck, that's cool. I don't care if we're oh. going to spend money on anything. I'd rather it be on food. Every single vacation. Shit. <laughs> every, every vacation that I go on, it's, it's probably one pound per day. Yeah. You can count on gaining a pound every yeah. day on vacation. Well, that's why we like going to New York and San Francisco so much because we walk it, bro. We're going to be eating like a motherfucker, but we're walking a lot. So by the time we come back, I almost feel like we lost weight because we've done a lot of walking. In New York, we walk 10 miles a day. Normal. You know, like, and we're like, oh, shit, we walked this much today. We also had like six fucking meals, you know, like a hot dog on the corner or we went inside to get a slice of pie. It's like, I love eating. I love eating. That's how Europe was. Yeah. Years ago. When I, when, I, when I went to vaca- went to vacation in Europe. Shit. Things white people say. Fucking Caucasian guys. No, uh, but yeah, like I was telling you, that's crazy. That's ballsy. I don't know if at 23 I could have done that. Just say, fuck it. I'm leaving. I'm going cross country. Fuck. I was having some sort of like mental thing. There was yeah. something going on. Like it was... Uh, it was time. It was right at the end of the summer, and, and I gra- all my friends are fucking idiots. And so and I, it took me five years to graduate, and, and a bunch of them hadn't even graduated yet. Um, and they were all about to go back to school, and I was just like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Yeah. And I was living in my mom's basement. And Damn, like, you were a troll, bro. You were on the yeah. internet. Oh, no. Dude, I don't <laughs> even know what I was doing. But, you know, oh, I remember what I was doing. So that, that summer, I... Ripped my whole mom's basement out. It had been like finished in the fifties and was like redoing it. And I don't know if that was like my final like parting gift. If I knew I was leaving or I don't remember, but yeah, I just like, I just went upstairs one day and was like, I'm leaving. I got to go. I got to go. Like I can't be here anymore. And, and I got lucky. I had a cousin that moved out here like two weeks before I did. And she was subleasing a place for a month. And so I hit her up. I was like, Hey, can I come crash? I crashed for two days, went apartment hunting and yeah, rest is history. Damn, that's ballsy, man. That is ballsy. So with that mentality, see, because I keep telling this to people. I talk to, yeah, like dirty, like the people I hang out with the most and shit. And it's like, and I think I've said this like in legit in the last three or four shows that we've done, that you're a product of the five people you hang out with the most. You know, you and I hang out a lot. Um, my boy Gus and I, then like there's dirty and then there's our, my boy Julio. So it's like, I feel like I hang out with those people, but it's like, do I need to hang out in an entourage when I hang out with them? Or am I more like, I can do it on my own? Like, I feel like doing the shit that you did, like leaving cross country, that's some lone wolf type of deal. Like, that's like, fuck it, I don't need an entourage. I don't feel like I need an entourage, but I'm comfortable when they're, when I'm with the people that I like hanging out with. Because right now my entourage is my family, dude, my kiddos, my parents. Like, you yeah, know, like that's, that's the entourage. You know, like, we don't get a lot of time to dick around. But when we do, it's like, it's with the same five people. So it's like I'm trying to surround myself with like-minded fools like you. I mean, we both we both hustle. We both have families. So we both have things that are constantly driving us like like to achieve more and be competitive. Because I feel like you and I compete. I I probably compete with you more than anyone I know now that we were talking about it earlier. It's like I don't, it's pretty unspoken. Yeah, though. like I don't feel like um like we'll say, oh, how did your bar do? And like, oh, well, I did like this. I feel like I feel like we're, we're kind of like competing. But it's like not like that. Well, fuck you. Like my bar did this and your bar did that. Blah, blah, blah. It's like it's just like, all right, cool. Like I feel like we we push each other like we 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 we're trying to slowly elevate ourselves. And that's cool. I think it's a healthy competitiveness. There's certain competitive shits, though, that I feel like 
turn into like a negative type of deal. Like right now, you were telling me, I had no idea that we, both your bar, the Manhattan, located in Chula Vista, 420 Broadway. Uh, 420? Isn't it 420? What is Four, it? 400. Oh, 400, 400, 400, 400. See what you're thinking about. Fuck. Um, so yeah, the Manhattan voted as one of the best beer bars, bars. Well, what were you voted in? Uh, so the, well, the, the, we were voted best place to play pool uh, in San Diego. So there's like the five finalists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the five best. All of these are for finalists, pool. right? For the yeah, final. Okay. Yeah. Finalists got announced today. And then. Uh, oh shit, that happened today? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then the category that we're both in is uh, best South Bay bar. See, and we have a healthy enough relationship that I'm like. I'll probably say, you know what? Vote for the Manhattan. Because I'm not a fucking bar. We're a tasting room or a brewery. Yeah, but you have a bar. We have, yeah, but I mean, if it People. was the Elwood. So here it is. Matt, you own the Manhattan. You're in the top five for best bar in South Bay. Me, I own here the brewery Three Punk Gales. I'm in the top five. Our homies out in Machete, they own, the well, they own Machete, South Bay Beer Bar. And then we got a couple other randos in there. And... Like, I feel like, fuck, dude, I think we're doing good. And I feel it's that competitive feel that we got with each other that kind of pushes. Because I, I don't seek this shit out. Like, we never, we never like, you know what? We're going to do this because this is what's going to happen if we do this. It's more so like, let's see, let's do this. It's, it just feels right. And let's see where it goes. Well, it, it, it's a it's a competition, but it's uh, it's not like I want to win. It's I want like I honestly want to see your business do really good. I mean, I, I want to see mine do good too, but like, you know, I, I think it's, you know, you, you, uh, you, you find the people that you, uh, gravitate towards, you know, that, that you have shared interests. And it's like, I mean, you want to see them all, you want to see them do well. Like there's enough food at the table for us both get full. There really is. And I feel like that's the healthy outlook on shit, man. It's like Everybody can eat. There's enough shit going on in the South Bay, bro. We're, for now. For now. I still think even moving forward. Like, I, on, dude, we're the second largest city in the county of San Diego. Chula Vista is huge. Chula Vista is big, bro. Like, come on. Yeah, but a lot of that's East Lake. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, what I'm trying to say is I feel that we have a healthy relationship. We're competitive in the right way. We hang out with the right people. We do things that we feel is like beneficial for all of us we help each other grow and for that i feel like that's why you're in my top five. Oh man i feel like i'm giving you a compliment i don't feel like i give you compliments enough good fuck that shit i, well, I mean not to my face let's bring this back into some silly shit um what the fuck is a casserole a casserole yeah i don't <laughs> that's not, that's like some white people shit I, I don't know what a casserole is um and I know being from the Midwest, what, what the fuck did you grow up eating? What did mom make for you when you came home from fucking school? Um, well, see, my mom, uh, being an only child, and my mom, you know, she was a working mom. And so, like, I had a lot of leeway, a lot of freedom. Um, I was a latchkey kid. You know, latchkey is. No. So, latchkey is the, like, I think out here they call it six to six. Okay. So, it's the, like, before school and after school program. And uh, so, I was... I was stuck in latchkey uh, until fifth grade. Uh, in fifth grade, uh, this little dude in latchkey with me, his name was Justin Issa. Dude rubbed me raw. He was a fourth grader. I was a fifth grader. I took a number two pencil and I stuck it in his back. Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> At least stab him in the front. Nah, well, he was running away from me. Uh, damn. Yeah. That's assault, motherfucker. Uh, not when you're 
11. Cool. So I was not welcome in Lashkey anymore. I got expelled from Lashkey. My kind of way. Uh, you know, and I was old enough, you know, I was 11 that I just got to uh, walk home from school. So I was 11. Uh, I started cooking for myself. I started eating my own food. Uh, that's when I started getting lippy with my mom. And she'd be like, oh, I'm making black bean soup for dinner. I'd be like, I'm not eating that shit. Like, bring me some food. You know, and moms would always like, okay, what would you like? Kind of uh, like Eric Cartman's mom, you know, like, yeah. okay, poopy kids, like, what yeah. would you like? And, you know, I'd get Taco Bell or, you know, pizza brought home for me. And so I ate a lot of fast food when I was young. Um, That's weird because your fucking, your shape is pristine. You look like that. <laughs> yeah. You look like a fucking triathlete. Round, yeah. <laughs> Round is a shape. <laughs> kind of like a, like a rugby player in the off season. Mm. Yes. All the weight. Yeah. None of the texture. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um... So casserole. So I don't know what the definition of a casserole is, but but we ate a lot of them. Um, it's basically you just throw a bunch of shit in a in like a baking dish, uh-huh. and you just you put it in the oven for like forty minutes. A, a lot of like the the critical components are like <laughs> it helps to have some like noodles in there or like some rice, like, a, like li- a lasagna. Uh, y- kind of. Um, one of the preferred. Uh, casseroles that we would make was a tuna casserole. So you would uh, the the I forget what ca- the fucking noodles are called, like the ribbon noodles. So you would you would take some noodles, you put some cream of mushroom soup in with like the cooked noodles. Go ahead. Uh, some peas, some cans of tuna. What the fuck? You mix it all up, you throw it in a pan, and then you, uh, my mom or my stepmom they never made it with the like with cheese on it. I think I added cheese later in life just because cheese is awesome. And then you'd put like some like you'd break up some like Ruffles potato chips and like put it Damn, right on top of that. You're getting crazy now. And then you cook it for like half hour and then it comes out and you just like you cut it into like squares or like, you know, if you make it right, you can cut it and like pull it out like lasagna. If not, it's a little runny. You, you had this on the regular? The regular. This- I've, I've made it a couple times out here. here? Yeah. Fuck. Except wifey doesn't like tuna, so yeah, because she's fucking from the West Coast. Yeah, so or I'll, not tuna, I'll, but casserole. I'll substitute like uh, the canned like chicken breast. Uh huh. Chicken of the sea. Uh, no, <laughs> chicken of the land. Yeah, <laughs> chicken of the land. Casserole. Yeah, that should. I don't know what the fuck tuna or casserole is. That's always boggled my mind. I always like see TV well, shows and, and like, you want me to make you a casserole? Let's have I, a casserole for dinner. I'm like, what the fuck is a casserole? I'm sitting here, you know, as I'm talking, trying to think of what the like Mexican equivalent is and. Gotta miss all the fries? No, I guess like the Mexican equivalent would be like enchiladas. No. Like kind of. You know how it's like, you know, like let's say you put like cheese and meat in there. You roll it up. You sprinkle cheese on top. You put some sauce. You cook it. Yeah. So like you already like cook the things and then you put it back in a pan again and then recook it. So I guess like enchiladas Twice baked enchiladas, bro? We never, yeah. I never had twice big enchiladas. We oh. fry the fucking tortilla. We put it in the red hot sauce and we roll it up and we put it on a plate. We throw some more cheese on there. It's oh, just a thing of beauty, bro. Oh, yeah. We're doing twice baked. Yeah. That's, see? That's how my, uh, my wife's sister makes them for like the holidays. Uh huh. So good. Fucking tamales, bro. We're getting so close to tamales season right now. I'm not a tamale guy. What? Yeah. What fuck is I, wrong with you? I don't like the fucking the masa. I love Mexican food, but tamales is like way down on my list. <laughs> Way down. <laughs> you know what I had today for the first time what? ever? Uh, the, what are they called? The Campuchano fries or whatever. What are those? From Tacos El Gordo. It's like carne asada fries, uh-huh. but with the carne asada and the El Pastor meat. Oh, nice. Real good? Oh, yeah. How big is this motherfucker? 
Uh, it's big. Like maybe I mean like about the same as Lolita's uh, carne asada fries, but it's like you know how the the El Pastor gets all the like crispy like edge on it, and they cut all that shit off, and so it's got like a smoky quality when you're eating those. Oh, it's bomb. Fuck, I usually ask people when they come on the show. It's like burrito or taco. I'm a burrito guy. From where? Uh, think I mean, long and hard before you venture into this path. Burrito from where, C-Slack? I mean, I live right next to Lolita's. Okay. Lolita's is solid. Yeah, Lolita's is solid. Definitely not the best. Damn. But it's... Your professor in jiu-jitsu owns Lolita's. I don't know. He makes a solid burrito. Go ahead. I mean, he doesn't make it. I've been there. I go there once a week. I don't ever see him in the kitchen. I saw him once in the kitchen. Did you go there once a week? Yeah, probably. Eh, I mean, like, once every other week. Yeah. But, I mean, I live right there. Yeah, that's a burrito life, so, bro. I probably eat one burrito a week. Either that or Roberto's, which is, like, right next to the Manhattan. I like Roberto's. Those are garbage. Nah, I like it. Not a fan, but no, it's cheap it's and quick, it's yeah. right there. It's quick. It's, it's convenient. It's always the closest one, which I hate. I'm just like, fuck. Like, that's not the burrito I want, but it's the burrito that's one block away from The Captain's Cocina champ. I'm telling I've you. been there. It's, can, it's we, can, we, can we plug? It's a hidden gem. Capitan Cocina. El Capitan Cocina. 1351. Third, third Avenue. Avenue. Yeah, Third Avenue. I don't know what the address is, but it's but right, it's third right Avenue. after Naples. And it's legit. And their fucking burrito, the Capi- Del Capitan. Yeah. That's the oh, one. Oh, it's the shit. That's the one. It's big. It's, yeah. it's everything you want in a fucking burrito. And there's no filler. No. All killer. It's all killer, no filler. No filler. Dude. Is that some 41? Yes. Dude, yeah. And then I usually ask people, like, okay, Chalino Sanchez or Morrissey, which would be irrelevant for you. So something equivalent to that would be like, I don't know. Um, Phil Collins or motherfucking easy buddy. <laughs> Phil Collins or pinchy Bruce Springsteen. I don't know what the fuck you grew up listening to. The same shit. Like what? Not the same shit, obviously, because that's what I grew up listening to. Chalino Sanchez. Oh, and like fucking well, the Smiths, the Cure. Well, it's like 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 growing up, growing up, like when I was like eight, nine, ten. Yeah, you know, like because when you're young, young, like you pretty much just you just you just soak up what your parents listen For sure. to. Uh, a lot of Van Morrison. Uh, CSNY. What the? F- that's Cro- a TV show. Cro- Cros- no, no, it's not. Crosby, Stills, Nash, oh, and no, Young. No. In my older years, now I yeah. enjoy. Yeah. yeah, yes. A lot of that shit. You know, I got my uh, my stepmom was big into like Queen, uh, the Beatles. So I got into that stuff, but um, yeah, I mean, I got into a lot of the cookie cutter, like uh, like the grungy shit. Yeah, yeah. Queen or Nirvana? Oh, that's so different. I mean, I go Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's nobody like Queen. So I mean, if you if you gotta like boil it down to a few different, just a few bands to listen to, like you you can't. There is nobody else like Queen. Where there's a plenty of other bands that are similar to Nirvana, Soundgarden. Yeah, uh, but the, w- when I really got into my own music, the shit I wore out was I had the first Sunny Day Real Estate. Oh, album. look at us! I had it on That's tape. That's some emo shit, bro. I love and it. I had seven songs by Fugazi. Nice. Wore the shit out of those. Walking to school. I had to buy a new one of that. What happened to it? You just wear it out? Yeah. I f- minor Threat, dude. I, I, I love Minor Threat. See, I'm I, not I, a big Fugazi fan. Early, early but Fugazi. But I love Minor Threat. I thought early Fugazi because it had a lot of the same like vibe as Minor uh-huh. Threat, but like the songs are twice as long. Like they actually like. I just think they, the fork in the road and they just took the wrong turn. Uh, but for me, it's Minor Threat. Like that's the one. See, because we- I was a weird kid. Like, I would grow up listening to, like, corrido shit, um, reggae, hip-hop, and punk rock music. And then slowly it just became, like, punk rock music and corridos. 
like it was Mexican hardcore music like that, and then just punk punk rock, like like punk rock, like Dead Kennedys, like Minor Threat. Then somewhere along the line, I feel like my shit got weak, and I started listening to like Lagwagon and and like some broy shit, like Pennywise and like Strung Out. Whoa, yeah, all the woes, all yeah, the woes, all and the woes. Like now, fool. You said Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I didn't know what CSNY was. That's the first time yeah. I've ever heard of that acronym like that for them. But, dude, I'm all about Neil Young. All yeah, about all fucking Neil Young, dude. Neil like, Young. and uh, I used to clown my mom so hard for listening to it. And yeah. now I listen to it. But, oh, like, I, man, but I, look at my life. But I still listen to a lot of the old stuff that like I used to listen to when I was young. Um, yeah, and I think... That that was like part of what like made me want to come to California. Is I got into I got super into Sublime. Yeah, oh, I'm I, sorry, I bitch, stop. But you know what? You know what? <laughs> hey, stop into it. Way more than Sublime. That was like kind of like I. You know, I think people that really didn't know is like the same shit was the Boston's. Oh, papito. Oh, you know mighty, what? Mighty, mighty. Wifey was Boston's. in. Wifey was into the Boston's a lot. Really? I don't know if she gave me a CD of the Boston's. So I can scope it out, or I gave her one. But I mean, I you're just trying one. to get rid of it, maybe. Yeah, but fuck, the Boston's were horrible, bro. Oh my god, uh, I loved them. The only man. thing I liked about the Boston's was the movie Clueless. That's it. Oh, they were in that, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, and that's it. Because she was hot. I forget her name now, but she was she was good. The as if girl. Oh, uh, yeah. Alicia Silverstone. Because she was also in the Pinchy Aerosmith videos, and I was like, that's oh, right. Yeah. Her and. Fucking, you know what? Aerosmith and Steven Tyler's yeah. daughter was in yeah. it too. Liv Tyler. Oh, I had a crush on that chick back when I was into Bro, White Girls. Armageddon was the bomb, and then, but yeah, our Aerosmith. Isn't that a Def Leppard song? <laughs> One armed. Um, <laughs> Aerosmith. There's a kind of band. See, and, and I like talking music with you. I, there's a few things I enjoy talking to you. I enjoy talking um, future goals because I feel like Business you motivate me. Slash yeah, future goals, yeah, yeah, I enjoy speaking that with you baseball because you're a fucking geek you're a numbers geek like me so i feel like we both kind of understand that language like opp and motherfucking this all of it the whip and 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 baseball nerds can talk that like this player from this era versus this player from that era that that language that conversation can go on for yep hours and it stands true because you're compete you're comparing legitimate numbers at that point, it's a number against a number. Right. And we're like, that's what it is. His although, war is this. Although, but it's, it's a different era. It's like, so you, you can always make arguments that like 20 home runs in 1940. It's equivalent to like 40. I mean, yeah. yeah. You know, and so they're like, a lot of times you're not right. You just think you're right. But there's equations that can prove it. See, we don't want to go down this fucking thing. But I love baseball. Talk with you. Um, and I like, I like talking music because you're a fucking geek when it comes to music because you're also on a music label, a record label. Uh Rebel, Rebel Kid Records. Rebel Kid Records, and you have an artist by the name of Sister, S I S S T E R, and she's getting down. Like you have, you have, yeah. It's still in its like very uh, early, like fledgling state. But uh, yeah, so she she's a she's a friend, and she's originally from Chula Vista, um, and she actually lives in uh, Mexico City now, trying to get the whole thing started. Bro, you're like that motherfucking fat white guy. Produce, not that you are the fat white guy, but the guy that discovered in sync and shit, or the Backstreet Boys. What was that guy's name? Kevin Federline, or what was that fucker's uh, name? Is that Ron Perlman? That guy, yeah. Are you the fucking Chula Vista Ron no. Perlman? No, it's the um, who's like the shady ass white dude. Who the fuck is Kevin dude? Federline? Who's the shady ass white dude that that discovered uh, NWA? Suge White, yeah, <laughs> not Suge <no>. Knight. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I saw that movie. Yeah, is that you? Are you the fucking shady record label owner? No, more. Uh, yeah, more. More Shug Slack. Yeah. 
Suge's yeah. like, oh, that's the name? Suge's like, I like yeah. Suge White. Suge White's a good name. Yeah, I'll take it. So, yeah, those are things I enjoy talking with you because you're geek. You're kind of a geek like me. We have similar likes, a lot of similar dislikes. It's not all about just what you like. It's about knowing everything about everything in that topic. Competitiveness. It's Fuck. tiresome, bro. It's annoying. We're competitive. We don't really like entourages. We like kind of doing our own thing. Because if I'm not like with you hanging out, I'm not hanging out with anybody. You know, well, the, the reality is when you get to this point in life where like you 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 run businesses, you have you know I would say large family. Do we have a large um, family? Yeah, we have large families. It, it's it, you know, even if I want to hang out with some dudes, like I feel guilty because it's like I'm not working, I'm not moving my businesses forward, and I'm not spending time with my family. Yeah. or my wife, you yeah. know. And so it's I like, should be at home hanging out with the kids, hanging out with wife, quality time, even if it's just reading them a book before they go to bed. Hanging out, watching the fucking housewives or whatever town with wifey, just shooting the shit. Oh, don't do that. You know, that's, that's what we enjoy, bro. We like garbage TV. We don't watch a lot of TV, but when we do, it's like we watch garbage ass. You television. and the Dr. Pimple Popper yet? Bro, I've been watching. Uh, no, okay, no. But on YouTube, I always go down that fucking wormhole. I love that shit. Uh, oh, God. I love when they're fucking just taking pimples out and they're, oh, yeah. and they're just popping shit. And it just feels very relaxing. It's very cathartic. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, it's like a release or stress release. Damn, bro! You normally I'm the one like trying to drop knowledge on glasses on words, but you're dropping some. Well, because he doesn't speak English all the way, does he? <laughs> all the way, the <laughs> cathartic. Fuck, I've never I've heard that, but I've never. I think I've just like been, oh yeah, cathartic, but I don't know what that means. So th- thank you for that. My pleasure. Again, I learned from you. One day you will learn from me. Probably athletics. Every day, probably athletics. How to score a goal in soccer? Ooh, not yet. I, I haven't scored a goal since we've been playing. I have not. I've come close. You, you haven't been there a lot lately, but I'm gonna be there tomorrow. I've come close. It's a late game. Yeah, but I haven't but not too scored late. a while. <gasps> it's been a while. I haven't scored this season. I don't think I scored last season because I only missed. I only played like four matches, three matches. But before that, C Slack. You had a couple. I was the or guy. At least one. I was in the top five of goal scorers. Confirm with Julio. He'll tell you. Julio will tell you. How many did you score? Two? Like six. When? Back like in like three, 2013? No. I don't know. Bitch, I was a goal scorer. Fuck is wrong with not, you? Not in not in this current iteration of the When team. did you start playing with us? Day one. From day one? Yeah. OG. I might have to look at my numbers then. Yeah. It, it might have been it when Sonny be was born. Yeah. It might have been when Sonny was born then. I could be fucking that up. I'm old, bro. But see, yeah, look at yeah, you. Why are you trying to be all, competitive? What's wrong with you? Well, I got zero. So <laughs> I just don't want you to think that you're too far ahead of me. Oh, I don't think that. I know that. Just because I'm not scoring. I'm not piecing it together. It's there. As soon as you get one, it's going to be like... It's dormant. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to pop out. It will. It will pop out. Matt, finally, a decent show with you on there. Finally. Did you vote for vo- fucking Donald Trump? Who? All right, good. Exactly. Well done. Well done. It's a crazy time we live in. Did you vote for Donald Trump? No. But you're older. You have Donald money, Trump, wealth. Uh, I, I, I mean, do, do you? Do I know you, people in my family who either a contemplated voting for Donald Trump or b actually voted for Donald Trump, bro. It didn't, that's just crazy. That's just that's a sour conversation to have because I've I've been around families when they start talking politics and it's like, oh, I know how this is gonna go. I know which direction you're going. I know which direction you guys are just. Yeah, I just don't even butter. want to talk about it. I'm over here fucking just cutting tamales up, putting lemon, and eating the fuck out of them. Drinking eggnog. I got, just I got, I got calories. Uncles, I got uncles like that, and like nobody know, wins, bro. They, they like to fucking talk. Nobody about fucking it. wins. But 
I think my dad is like kind of a Trump guy. Well, my my dad's not a Trump guy. Like I don't think he likes Trump at all. In fact, I think he's embarrassed by him. But but he voted for him mm. because he's a Republican. because he's an old rich white guy. So yeah. he just votes straight ticket, you know. And I think in a different uh, with a different leader at the helm, uh, someone that doesn't hate Mexicans and women and everyone else he hates. I think people like us could get on board with Republican ideas a little bit more than than we can in their current. I want to say I'm pretty center, but I lean a little to the left. But then sometimes I lean a little to the right. I don't know. I'm not sold on either party. I think I really not. I think a lot of people in our age and our situation are very socially progressive. Like people can do whatever the fuck they want to do. Do what you do. Do do you? But but fiscally conservative, where it's like. You know, you get to that age and you're like, I kind of want to know where my taxes go. I'm starting to yeah. pay more. Yeah, where I'm more is taxes my money now. going? Like, what are you doing with my this money? This motherfucker's been fixing this street for the last three months. Like, I'll give it to you, but like, I kind of want to know what you're doing with it. I feel you. That's a that's a healthy approach. Fix my roads. Yeah. Fuck, dude. For real. For real. Think the roads are bad here? Uh huh. Try rolling out to Michigan. No, bitch, I got no business in Michigan. I'm gonna take you one time. But you got fucking brown water that comes out of your fucking tap. That's only in one little area. Oh, yeah? What Flint. area? Yeah. Fuck. Nice. And you know why the water is really not... Go ahead. Why? Appropriate quality. Why? It's a, it's a poor neighborhood. It's all black yeah. people. Yeah? So all the rich white people don't care about them. Really? You don't care about black people? Is that what you're telling I'm me? I'm not rich. Oh. Fuck. I don't live in Michigan. Fuck. That, people in Michigan are racist is what you're telling me. Well, I mean, people everywhere are racist. There's a lot of rubes in California. Fool. Like, just... There's a lot of racism right now. I was watching some fucking video because I tell you in the morning before I go to work, I watch dumb shit like, oh, it's like the only time I really get to sit down and watch dumb shit on my phone. And um, there was some lady in a parking lot. I want to say it was British Columbia, somewhere in like Vancouver or something, Canada. And um, she hit a car and it was an Asian lady's car who she hit. And the Asian lady was waiting outside with her camera. Just like, I got you, bitch. I got you. And she was going to think like a lady was going to be all apologetic. This fucking lady, bro, like went off. Oh, you chinky chink and this, that. Good and Lord. fuck you and go back to China. And and it was like, whoa, like outlandish shit. She went for it. She didn't give a fuck. Well, the, the sad thing is I don't I don't think there's more racists today than there was They're five just years ago. They're getting caught now. Well, they're getting caught because everyone's got a camera yeah. now. And I think they are less scared more brazen yeah like it's like to just throw it out there like yeah fuck you i'm a racist like people are proud to be racist why fool because the why do you live like that how do you do that (laughs) why why why? i don't get why you you have little latin babies bro how can you be racist you gotta let that shit go matt oh wait you call me racist dang (laughs) i see where you're going now no sir Ah. i love all people well i don't love all people i love all kinds of people i don't hate people based on what they are i, I hate Matt them based defending on the fact that who they are not racist that's a long definition of how you're not racist i don't like all people well wait i like some people there's certain people i just don't like <laughs> when you have to say trust me i'm not a racist i know three such and such races yeah motherfucker you racist i have a and black on friend. that note <laughs> I have a black friend no dude awesome finally you came through we had a show no interruptions we'll put it out and I'm going to have you come back again, and we're going to talk baseball and fucking burritos 
and it'll be awesome. Baseball podcast for uh, our worst, Emo Brown. The worst podcast. There's two kinds of podcasts that are fucking horrible, bro. Beer podcast and baseball podcast. I said we do one episode where it's just going to be beer and fucking baseball. Oh, challenge accepted. You ready for you know we'd be four down. downloads? Oh, we'd be totally down. No, we'd, we'd trick people because it'll be under Emo Brown and people would still download it and be like, what the fuck is this garbage, you know? And they'll get like five minutes in and go, well, how much is left? And they'll be like two, yeah. two hours and 52 minutes of it. <laughs> like, done. Nice. Do you have an area where people can reach out to you? Follow you. Oh, follow me. Just don't follow me to my house. That'd be weird. Uh, follow me on Instagram nice. at go ahead. Sweep the leg, Maddie, M-A-T-T-Y. Uh, feel free to follow either either of my businesses at Manhattan Bar 91910. Ding, 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 ding. Or at the Elwood underscore underscore 91910. Ding, 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 ding. Awesome. A successful South Bay business owner. Golf clap. Nice. Welcome, Matt. Check you later. Peace.